happen for myself and my family. There's no way that this is real, man. It can't be. Our last podcast went freaking long, so we had to break it into to, 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 you know, episode number two mm-hmm. of, of you and your life story. It's just been so crazy to share. Um, and I'm excited to get into this next version of yourself that we're going to get into. Likewise. Uh, and just go, just go ahead and just leave off where we started. Back to the, the, the suicide thing. Uh, so, yeah, dude, I found this can, this empty soda can that was in my floor. And this, so it's kind of hard to say this stuff. And I was like, I don't know where I got this from, but I was like, if I bend that can. So I took the can and, like, squeezed it in the middle and then, like. Oh, made it sharp. I, I went like it. this until it had creases, like, mm-hmm. holes on both sides, and I ripped it in half. And I, I've always been a very vascular person, and it was on it was on this hand, and uh, I just, dude, I just took the sh- one of the sharp sides and just started s- just sawing on my hand. Uh-huh. It, dude, it hurt. It burnt bad. Like, it was like a like, like a, a burn. very intense burning sensation. I feel like I feel in my hand right now. And I'm and dude, and I'm just like sawing and like it, I'm and like, I, dude, I thought I, I thought I literally thought in that moment I was like I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to kill myself. That's like I'm I. On everything I love, it was not an attention-seeking thing. It was like, in my head, that right there was my, were my last moments, and I was going to bleed out because I was so tired of feeling how I felt. Uh, so At such a young age, dude. That's so I was just 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 sawing away, and like it, it and I would hear like because there were people, and like my grandma was in there, and like I would hear like get up and walk around or something, and I would stop for a second, and I'm like, because I'm like my heart's racing, bro. Mm-hmm. My heart's racing, and like I, I'm trying to you know keep my breath. And uh, you know, I, I would hear things be quiet. And I would fu- I would go again. I ended up doing it like five different times. And th- I mean, thank God, dude, I was unsuccessful. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I really like full blown was trying to take myself out at 11 years old. It's unbelievable. And uh, so you know, the next the whenever I was at school, you know, the next few days or whatever, I got called into the counselor's office. They're like, uh, it was Miss. Her name was Miss Williams. I didn't like her. She didn't like me either. Um, Shout out to Miss Williams. <laughs> she uh, she was like, Micah, uh, basically, you know, we noticed your hands and, you know, what's going on with your hand? You know, you got cuts all over the top of your hand. And I played it off. I just said something like I was uh, playing with my, my neighbor's knife and didn't realize how sharp it was. And it, I bumped up. I don't know. Some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And she let me go back to class. They, they didn't press the issue. And not in the moment did this bother me. But there came a point in the near future after that that it bothered me, and my grandma never mentioned anything to me about it. So she you didn't ask you. So, so, you, so, so you got to. So you have a kid. You have this kid that uh, you're kind of concerned because there are cuts on their hand. Like you called him in the office. Clearly something's going on. You know his his grandpa just died, and his family family life isn't all that. His home life isn't all that well. You, you, I'm sure they called her and told her. You know what I mean? I never had this conversation with her, but I'm sure they called her and told her. And, you know, I, I had eventually realized, like, either they didn't care or she didn't care. And, you know, all these things com- combined, you know, the, the being, you know, less fortunate, not, not third world country poor, but less fortunate, being the only black kid, being the dingy, you know, smelly kid, being the kid with the bad grades, being the kid that always got in trouble, being the kid that, you know, felt so bad that, you know, he, he tried to kill himself. And then when he tried to kill himself, nobody fucking cared. Damn. You know what I mean? So I, from early on, dude, I didn't feel worthy of anything. And I didn't realize that at the time. But that's what it all came down to is, like, I didn't feel worthy. And, and, and dude, there's so much more, you know, after the age of 13 that, like, people, it, it, a lot of unbelievable things happened. But, like, I really want to highlight the first, you know, 13 years of my life. And uh, just like that is why I, I'm building this business and, and is to help develop the youth, help develop kids that don't have a positive influence, you know, help develop kids that feel like they have no hope, that they're never going to get out of the environment that they're in, that they're never going to be worth anything in life, that they're, they're never going to be, you know, anything more than their uh low down dirty dad or they're never gonna be you know the ones that feel they're just not worth anything 100 percent, bro and, and i just and you, you're gonna be successful you know why because you know what your why is and you've 
everything you said, being a dingy kid, being a smelly kid, no one caring about you, not feeling loved, like you're going to be able to impact those people because you're going to be able to share that story, right? And they're yeah. going to not feel and that's, that's why I went. so insecure for being smelly because it's not their fault. It's, you know, I mean, at, there's some comes a point where it is their fault. But as a but kid, as a kid, bro, kid like, it's not your fault. Yeah. Like, you are pure. As a kid, as a kids are pure. Bro, my favorite thing. We are sponges. I used to go stay the night uh, with my aunt and uncle, um, which later on, uh, you know, after this whole suicide incident, I actually ended up, uh, they took custody of me. Um, because, dude, actually, it got to a point, my effort in school was so bad after my grandpa died in this suicide situation, I had all Fs in every single class. And, and like, I'm talking Fs, like... You just didn't care. Mid-20%. So like, you I hit your rock bottom at 11 years old. Yeah, bro. And the, the crazy thing is, like, you, you make me feel like a freaking a punk because you hit your rock bottom because of literally upbringing. Like, you had no choice of your, of your lifestyle and no. how you grew up. No. I hit my rock bottom because poor life's decision. So now you made me feel like, like, and that's when there's always someone that has it worse, right? We, didn't yeah. we literally just talk about the beginning of the <laughs> yeah. podcast, yeah. right? And I'm over here thinking, oh, obviously my version of rock bottom is difficult because it's my version. But then well, I hear your well, story. We I'm compare. like, well, what do I got to complain about? I had a yeah. great family, a loving mom, a, a loving, yeah. you had a loving grandpa, but you, you, I lost my grandpa four years ago. You lost your grandpa at age 11. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, there's always going to be someone that has it worse. Yeah. You know and well, I mean? we can't, this is another thing that I, that I think people... People, well, I know people don't think about like, it sounds crazy, but we, we can't compare struggles and it's because it's because of this. In the psyche, um, say some, an adult, and it's a well-established adult loses their job. That can be just as stressful to them as a child in school getting an F mm -hmm. on homework. Yep. They could be equally as stressed. Yeah, the two different you know people. I mean? Well, no, because the same thing is like you say you're busy. I say I'm busy. You tell me what you do in a day. I laugh and say I wish I had that day. I tell you what I do in a day. You're like, oh, why? Well, that sounds like an easy mm -hmm. day. But in my day, it's the busiest goddamn day in the world. In your day, it's the busiest goddamn world. We're the two. Yeah. We're both human beings. We both have 24 hours in a day. But we are 100% right, mm -hmm. right? Because you feel they're busy. Just like you feel that you gave your whatever gym session 100%. I can't fight you that 100% because my 100% might be different or nobody the same or might be less, but it's still my version of 100%. So it's, you make a lot of sense by saying that you can't really compare upbringing. Yeah, you can't. You know what I mean? Because it, 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 that, that, that hurt the same. Yeah. Right? It's still, I was, we were still in the same exact amount of pain as if I was in your shoes or you were in my shoes. Yeah. We were still did the same. So that makes sense about not comparing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're we, equally we, equally important. But now I'm, as an adult, I'm listening to your upbringing and I'm like, what the heck do I have a complaint about? You know what I mean? Like, I hear you, but as yeah. a dog, but I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. It was e the feelings are equal. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man, that's that's why, you know, specifically the first 13 years, you know, is why um, I, I'm going the route in life that, I, that I'm going. Um, and break that down for him. Uh, so, break that down, let him know. So, I went so on a we great, you know, I, I, I did after. You know, from age 16 to like 23, 24, yeah, 16 to 24, I um, I was like, I was just running crazy, bro, just partying all the time, drinking a lot. Like I'm you talking, said that you mentioned that you, you I'm talking like life. knocking down fists of vodka by myself, getting blackout drunk, same fighting, same. You know, bro, having, people ha having. If, I want to get someone from high school that that like that knew. You would you would hear stories you'd be like that's not my boy. I'm that's how I feel. That's how yeah. I feel about myself too, yeah. bro. Yeah, I, I, we were talking about that. Uh -huh. We were talking about that. We we're like, yeah, yeah, like I want, I want to. Get, I'm gonna get some of my podcasts soon that, that knew me in high school. Yeah, and like so, like you know that like these. I was an unhappy person, even though I looked so happy and drinking, partying, cool truck. But I wasn't happy. I was so mean. I was so I didn't. You, I, I didn't even same. have a reason to be so mad. You know what I mean? I had a great lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Like I was just mad just because of my weight. I mean, that's so, so crazy. Yeah, yeah. One, 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 the root can, I mean, it's a root. So a, a root grows into, uh, or a seed grows into a tree. And like the seed is the core issue. You know what I mean? And then the tree is all the other issues yeah, else that they, come from. Branches out into everything. I like that, man. 100%. You know I mean? uh, yeah, so um, my, my aunt and uncle had taken uh, custody of me. I'm saying all this not to only share my story and let people know, uh, you know, that there are people out there that can relate. But also, I'm telling you about these positives that I'm pulling. So, like, 1 to 13, 
this is this is the main reason I want to impact the youth, like I explained. So now, uh, you know, my aunt and uncle take custody of me uh, at 13 years old. It was almost exactly a month after I turned uh, 13. My birthday is on, on January 19th. They took custody of me in February. It was either 14th or 18th. Uh, so, yeah, I move in, um, and it was to get Micah back on track. That was the whole goal. Um, to my, reel you back in. To, yeah, to, to get, get Micah, to get back, Micah back on track. He, he's doing terrible in school. We know he's messed up. They didn't like my grandma either. They knew I had it kind of rough there. Um, so it was to get Micah back on track. Before I, even, before I even moved in with my aunt and uncle, before they even took custody, my uncle would come over after work, dude, he would put in like 12 hour work day. He had kids, you know, he had, he had a wife, my aunt, and uh, he would help me with my language homework. He, he did that Damn. for several weeks, bro. Like these, my aunt and uncle showed me unconditional love, bro. Do you, do you notice how you, I'm gonna call someone out right now, and I hope everyone caught that, how your whole demeanor just changed as you started talking about the positive in your life. Yeah. You were so angry. The la- not like you weren't speaking. Just you aggressive. Were, yeah, the aggressive. Oh, aggressive. You were really yeah. aggressive. And now you're kind of talking about the positive in your life. Mm-hmm. And now you completely just chilled out and you, you're just saying like how you seem, you seem really grateful. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I love, I love them dearly. It just goes to show the negativity and positivity, how it will change your brain in a second. Like you were just, we're talking. Yeah. We're on a podcast. They're listening. Everyone out there that I called it out. They might rewind that last 20, 30 seconds and then we'll go to this part and you completely monotone, really sound like grateful that, oh, yeah. of that. Because you're never going to forget that. You're no, never going to forget he the would, person he, that was there for you. No, he would come over there because he, he knew what I was going through. And then, you know, so they took custody of me They and I started getting, you know, I get back on track a little bit. It was struggle. It was a struggle. But, uh, you know, I, I started getting back on track and yeah, man, I, I you know, they took care of me, bro. They took care of me. They I remember... I went went shopping the first day I was there. They took me shopping and got me, got me all you know clothes and shoes and you know whatever you know school supplies and. Uh, Boy, it was looking fresh, dude. Yeah. Do you smell anymore? No, bro. And, and when I was when I was younger, when I would stay with my grandparents, my favorite part about because my cousin, um, I would go stay the night with him. Mm-hmm. And my favorite part about going to my aunt and uncle's to stay with my cousin was they would do my laundry, bro. I, I own everything. They would do my laundry, and I love the and way. As a kid, I you're so happy that I, someone would, would do your laundry. And what, you're a kid, like you don't. I didn't start doing laundry until I was like teens, late mm-hmm. teens. You know what I mean? Like, and to me, like you were so happy at a young age for someone to do your. Yeah. I think, do you think it was just because like it was like the affection that like they love you enough to help you out? Like they I took a, a a a stress off your shoulder because they let you be a kid. That I think that played a part. I think that definitely played a part, and uh, yeah, dude, they would do my laundry, and like when it would get done, like I would just whatever me and my cousin were doing, I would just like my aunt would tell me like, hey, you you know, just fold your clothes, and I would just smell them. I just love, I yeah. love to smell. I would tell her like, I love I smell clean laundry. I say, aunt, I love how your laundry detergent smells, and uh, but anyway, bro. So yes, you know, years go on. You know, they get me into you know playing basketball, and you know they encourage me to do this and do these things. You know. It, it, you know, they, they loved me unconditionally, bro. And there were things, you know, that I did my teenage years that like were just, you know, very inconsiderate, very selfish. They loved me unconditionally, bro. And, um, and everyone deserves that. Yeah. Everyone, everyone deserves, especially at the young ages. I feel like absolutely everyone deserves that. Yeah. Cause I mean, as a bro, kids, none of us really asked to be here. You know what I mean? So I tell my mom the whole time. Which you, because I'm, I'm a grown ass kid, honestly. <laughs> I, I literally, like, a couple months ago, I, I, me and my little brother took my mom to, to Target so my mom could buy me a PS5. Really? I'm a big kid. I'm 100% a big never kid. Forget, you'll never forget those moments, no, bro. No, no. Oh, and I could she afford it. Either. I could afford it. Yeah. I could afford a PS5, but it's like, that's my mom, right? Yeah. And she, she'd be uh-huh. like, you're like you're, I had you, I had you, like, you're supposed to take care <laughs> of me. I was like, uh, I did not ask to be born. I didn't ask. You decided to be a little young and wild, reckless, eighteen-year-old person in high school, (laughs) and boom, you're blessed with the yeah, yeah. Give me this PS5 now. Yeah, yeah. Give me, yeah, yeah. So that's 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 funny, but yeah, Uh, man. Yeah, man. And I just can't say it enough, bro. You know, they they gave me unconditional love, and uh, I'm very blessed. You know, they helped me get back on track, and I put myself off track by you know getting in a party and and you know doing drugs as a teenager, Um, and. When I was 21, they uh, went to a va- they went on vacation um, to Disney World, and they were leaving Disney World. It was 
my aunt, my uncle, and their daughters, uh, my two little cousins, and uh, they were going to Daytona Beach. My uncle always wanted to go to Daytona Beach. It was like his, uh, for some reason, he just always wanted to go there. Dream vacation. Yeah, dude. So they were leaving, um, and they actually they got a car bumped into them on the on the highway, and they swerved out of control and hit a tree, and they both died uh, in that accident. My my aunt or my little cousins. Uh, they were in the ICU at uh, Arnold Palmer in Orlando, Florida for a couple weeks. Um, they both had broken femurs. No. One of them had some brain damage. and yeah. Bro, this story just took yeah. a turn. They, I was uh, not expecting that. Yeah, bro. I was at home, and, and my, my aunt actually asked me last minute if I wanted to go, but uh, I wasn't very like family-oriented. You know, I wanted to hang out with my friends, and I was working too. So the day she asked me and they were leaving, I was, I was on my way. Uh, I was getting ready for work. And um, the day, like literally it had to be minutes before they got in the accident, she actually texted me to let the dogs out. And uh, dude, it's crazy because I seen the text, but I was just laying in bed uh, and I was just kind of annoyed that she had texted me to let the dogs out because I knew. Because I'm like, I already know to let the dogs yeah. out. You know You're what at I mean? that age where you know everything. Like, don't allow that dare yeah. you to me. Like, yeah. Little and, did you uh, know that was going to be the last text you received? I had no idea, dude. Yeah. I had no fucking idea. I wasn't... I was, I've not, I've not heard this before. My most face, people haven't, bro. Most people haven't. Like that, that threw me for like a big loop. Like I was it like was, thinking, was this is going to be the rest of the positive conversation? Like, no, bro. You know what I mean? Like it, I, this is, this is the, this is my this story, is that, bro. You know what I mean? Your roller coaster lifestyle. 100%. And, uh, and there's a whole reason, you know, why I'm giving all, you know, all these details, but, um, yeah, dude, one day I, I, I woke up, my aunt had texted me. Um, she was like, you know, don't forget to let the dogs out. Uh, and I, you know, I get up, obviously, you know, let the dogs out. I go to the gym. I come back and I had no idea. Obviously, bro, all this stuff was going on. I was working out and shit and they just, they were dying. And, uh, you know, my little cousins were fighting for their lives in this car wreck. And, uh, so I was, I just got done making my lunch. It was, uh, chicken breasts, like chicken tenders and, uh, Green beans, whole green beans. I remember, almost remember exactly what they, the meal tasted like, dude. It's weird. And uh, I was sitting in the recliner watching TV. I got a weird feeling in my stomach, like just a, out of nowhere. I get a weird feeling. I'm like, I want to call my grandma. Right? I go to grab my phone. My sister Samantha calls me. Hysterical. Uh, instantly, I'm in panic. Like, not, I'm not like physically panicking, but in my mind, I'm like, I fucking know this sound and I know something is bad. Like yeah. when my sister sounds like you've, you've been there before. Yeah. So she tells me, you know, she's like, uh, uh, she's like, uh, aunt Sarah uh, and uncle Greg got into a wreck and she's just like, dude, she is like, can barely get words out. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, what happened? What happened? And, uh, she said they died. I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, and then the girls, I'm like, what about the girls? She's like, they're, you know, they had to get air vac uh, they're in the hospital. I'm like, where are they at? She's like, you know, she's like Orlando. So, you know, within an hour, you know, I had to go tell my uncle's brother. I had to go walk down because they live next door. My uncle's brother and his wife were standing in, in their garage and I can, I'm fighting to even get the words out because it's so surreal, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I had to tell him, you know, his brother died and, uh, so, you know, within an hour, you know, the whole, whole family is over. We got like 50 people at the house and, um, a bunch of us just got in cars and went down there because we had to take care of the girls. Well, yeah, they, they were they were there. Yeah, I, I I just like listening to this story right now. Like, I just don't. It sounds like a movie. You know what I mean? So it's it like, does. did you ever like sit back or have you sat back and maybe before the new version of yourself, Micah, that you are today, which would never thought you went through all this. Let me just tell, and tell you, like, you were the most humble, nicest person, picking up trash off the ground, walking past houses that you envisualize you're going to own. Like, I could go on for days how a positive person you are. Um, did you ever, like, just hearing all this, like, did you just, like, ask yourself, like, why? Like, why me? Like, did you ever, yeah. like, second guess, like, uh, I, I, the upper being or that's wherever That's that victim you mentality I was telling you about, yeah. Happened a to lot, me, bro. like, hearing your stuff, it doesn't even sound like a victim mentality. It just sounds like a, a logical question. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I were in the sh just hearing it, like you know what I mean? I'm just like, damn. Like, but I but never... for things for things like that to happen, it is a victim mentality because for things like that to happen to other people, 
and I just happened to be involved for me to be like, why me? Now I'm making it about me. And it's oh, not about me. It's, a, it's about life. It's about how life goes. It's about the cycle of life. You know wow. what I mean? So that's what I'm saying about the victim mentality thing. So that's your definition of victim mentality. You're taking someone else's actual problem and you're, you're making it your about own. yourself. And you're, you're trying to make yourself the, the person to, that Why people me? should be oh, patting everything's on the back. And every, yeah. Everything's going on with my fault, but not really. Uh -huh. Wow, man. Like that's a, it's a, that's a hell of a mindset to have. It's a, that's a very, very, it's a, that's a very, very impactful last 10, 15 seconds. Of, of really how you just described a victim mentality mm. because that right there should have changed a lot of people's lives but they should have that shit on repeat yeah right the victim mentality is taking someone else's trauma and problems and their death and now turning it now oh my gosh me 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 mm. me 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 it's really easy to do it's that. very very easy to do you that just, right but like it's easy know, it, it just goes in you know to i i'm i'm god fearing and you know i believe everything everything was you know, planned out and everything like that. So, and I'm not going to, you know, get into all that, but, uh, yeah, that's what I feel like a victim mentality is. So dude, uh, you know, that knocked me off. I had family that I was able to stay with. Uh, it really messed me up that the girls didn't have parents, you know, anymore. And, uh, I wasn't in a position to be able to take them in and, you know, care for them. Um, that messed me up. That messed me up pretty bad. Uh, which was another reason, you know, another thing that piled in my mind that, made me want to get my stuff together uh so then was that your rock bottom i don't know if i could take right, any more right of this there story. right there <laughs> right there and then dude there's more dude but i'm not i'm not even gonna so that point up until literally like three years ago so from 21 to 20 you know right at 25 uh -huh. mid mid 25 uh is my rock bottom my rock bottom, definitely. You know, I, I um, you know, was partying a lot. You know, was very, you know, very angry. I was already into that. You know, drugs, selling drugs. Um, you know, have, the whole, just the whole, all kinds the of fast lifestyle. At one hundred percent, bro. Like with no, with like no limits, bro. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd already been into that, but then that kind of escalated to like double down on it. Yeah, but um, there was a. Saying all that, bro, I've had so many ups and downs. It feels like more downs, and it feels like my life has been a constant fucking fight. Like, if you could imagine two people in a ring fighting, and it felt like there was no fucking... End. It was a 27-year fight. One round. No one will go down. One, one round. round. One round, there well, dude, is no the, breaks. You know that what I mean? Is like giving you the fight of like the dog bro like yeah like that is like you know and some of the i feel like some of the most successful people um and i'm talking about successful people from the ground up i'm not talking about successful people that are born into wealth and then continue to keep the wealth mm -hmm. i feel have stories like this yeah you know oh, I mean? 100 you bro. know what it is to not to to not have you know what it is to not have love you know what it is to not have new clothes you know what it is for to not feel to love or feel appreciated mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's like that's why I gen I know I can say what you're doing with your brand and your business is going to be successful because you're going in there to help the old Micahs. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like that's what you're you're doing this for. You're going in to help the old Micahs so they don't feel alone. They don't feel like they want to take their life at a young age. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and you know me and you share something a lot in common, especially with the younger generation. And you know I, my end goal is to go and speak to elementary schools and high schools and, and, and whoever will hear my my story and let me talk about obesity and bullying and how I got over stuff. You know, um, and you you my friend by sharing this story is going to be able to resonate with a lot of kids that are they're too scared to talk about their their household upbringing and and and, and how how uncomfortable they are at home um i'm fortunate to not have to had to go through that but just because i didn't go through that doesn't mean that there's not a lot of people over here listening right now that have mm -hmm. went through this and this is really kind of brought up that emotion uh that they're not alone yeah. You know what I mean? And they look oh, like there are a lot of people out there. You've made it. You were in your own place. This is your place. There are a lot you, of people out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, and I have, dude, just like you, I'm nowhere near where I want to be. We're like, never. Dude, the we're foot, never, we're never going to be there. We yeah. realize we're the never going to be there. The foot is on the gas, bro. Um, 
you know, so I, I still, you know, I still have more work to do, but like my entire reason for, you know, bringing up all those things is, you know, to, to throughout the story is like pull out the positives that I took from that. And uh, the main thing is, bro, like, yes, I had family, you know, I had a couple family members that I would be able to stay with. I never had anybody to give me like, to just give me all this money so I could get my own place. Like, I literally had to fucking pull myself out of these fucking spots every single fucking time. And it's not like if I did have family that was like, here's $10,000, it wouldn't have pulled me out, bro. And not only would it have not pulled me out, but I wouldn't have learned the lessons and, and gotten the value from these things that seemed, that, that were technically negative at surface level. Why is that? Be Why is what? Why would you have took it seriously if someone would have bailed you out? Why wouldn't I have? Yeah. I know what you're going to say, but I want, I want them to hear that. Well, I mean, it, dude, it happened to me for a reason. Like, I had to get myself out of it. I had to gather the tools because to get why? myself out because of it. Because it was up to who? It was up to me, bro. Exactly. Always. That's, that's the thing, and dude. If At the end of the day, like... It's you. Somebody could have gave me... T if, dude, if I'm that down bad and I'm going through that much... Dealing with that much trauma and somebody hands me $10,000 and says, Hey, go get a place. Hey, get a new car. Hey, make sure you, you, you know you, your, your fridge is full. I would have done fucking... Got a place... Dude, and I probably, it off. Dude, I would have... Because you didn't have skin in the game. You who didn't, knows? You I could have no drank myself to death. I could have well, popped pills till I overdosed. Because you like, didn't have to work for it. You didn't have to grind and, and, and drag 100%. your knees and your chin and your face and your elbows through the mud to respect it. 100%. If it is given to you, you're never going to respect it. If weight loss is and given on, to you, on. you're not going to respect it. And there it. are people out there that are going to say, yes, I would. I would appreciate it. You would appreciate it, but it's just like motivation. It only lasts for a little bit of time. And that's it. Yep. That, that's it. Lasts it. for a little bit of time. But when you fight, when you fucking fight for your sanity and for the hope that you will be just slightly fucking successful one day, when you fight for that for years, dude. You could taste it. Yeah. You taste the fight. No, it, it, you realize it was up to you. Mm -hmm. No one was going to get this done. We're not talking weight loss. We are talking life. No one was going to get Micah up out of the yeah. mud, out of the trenches, pull you by your boxers to clean you off, give you a kiss on your forehead, and send you on your way. No, because and, you had to do and it. And the people who had done that before when I was younger, had they were dead, bro. So there was absolutely nobody. There was, was no, there was no lifeline. You had no, no. lifeline. It was, it, was you, no. it was you versus you. The yeah. definition of you versus you. Yeah. And now, for the people that have been listening to this and understanding your story and, and, and how relatable you are with their their story, what are you doing now? Not, not what your business is about to be doing. What, who do you work with? Who are you friends with? Who are you surround yourself with now? Um, who is Micah now? So I want to, before I answer that question, I want to add one more thing. I say that the people that would have pulled me out of the dark times, um, were, they were dead. My grandpa, my aunt, my uncle. Um, I'm not saying like, I have a couple of family members that were there for me. Like I said, like, Micah, stay with me. You know what I mean? Stay with me and get on your feet. Um, I'm not saying that the, only those three people were the only mm. ones that ever cared about me. I'm not saying that by any means. So, for, you know, I'm sure they're going to watch this. Um, so who am I now? Well, dude, <laughs> I'm so much, I, I, I'm way, way better of a person than I ever thought I would ever be, bro. I would ever. have never thought you and went through any of this. Ever. And uh, just taking personal, taking personal development serious. Uh, I, I started taking my personal development journey uh, serious uh, close to, I would say, between three and four years ago. <clears throat> and then uh, I started working at First Form, and that really helped me dial in and really like get tunnel vision on personal development. Uh, when at an entry-level position there, you know, there, there are training tiers. And personal development is a necessity. You have you have to personally develop, and uh, you know. So, dude, eventually, you know, there came a point in time. I was kind of I was a little skeptical about the environment for the first like eight weeks. I don't thought think. it was like. Did you think it was like cheesy, corny? Yeah. This is not for me. Yeah, uh, and, and, and I didn't think that um, that unhappy mentality you had. That's yeah. how I was. I yeah. made fun of people like me and, uh, and you. Yeah, like I, oh, I, same, when I was unhappy, same. like oh, breathing exercises, talk about your feelings. Ah, what a freaking loser! Exactly. Well, now I'm over here like breathing exercises, talk about my feelings, <laughs> I'm talking about my daily, life. Yeah. It's a daily thing. And, like uh, I've been here for three days. I, you do the same thing every single morning. You wake up, you throw your coffee on, 
you sit down, you put on your what's it called sermon, sermon, sermon. Yeah. Right, I'm I'm sleeping. You got a sermon on. I'm I'm sleeping. I started listening to too. I even had you send me a podcast like. You have structure mm-hmm. in your life, right? That's what, well, dude, without structure, your life is chaotic. Say that again? Without structure, your life is chaotic. And people might think, no, I just wake up and I wing it and I do good. Imagine and that's why you had- your life, no, that's why your life is chaotic because yeah. you wake up and you wing it. You don't have any type of structure in your day-to-day living. You wake up at a different time every single day. You wake up 10 minutes late. You wake up 10 minutes early. Mm-hmm. You wake up, sometimes you don't wake up at all. Why? Because you don't have structure, because we're so worried about the fun stuff in life. We won't sit back for two years or 365 days and worry about our fucking future and what we set for ourselves mm-hmm. and who we want to be. We will not take 365 days to double down on ourselves, but we'll take those 365 days to just become a complete pile of shit and it'll last for a lifetime if you don't catch yourself bro we know what it does yeah i knew what overeating did i got me from 200 to 300 from 300 to 400 400 to 500 i could keep going and you wanted i know the answer of that i knew the answer of overeating you knew the answer of making bad decisions Mm -hmm. but we still keep doing it but we both have something in common we got to the, our version of rock bottom. We realized it was up to us to dig us out of this hole. And if we didn't dig us out of this hole, then we will continue laying in a hole like a fucking pile of dog shit. Yep. You would be in just another statistic, just another dog, another We would be another piece of dog shit in the park. Yep. Just repeating the cycle. Repeat it. Getting you, stepped you, you on. Have, you have kids. On. You have kids. They become You put them through the same shit. The same They traumas. have kids. It's going to be, you know what I mean? So and My kid now, is not going to be fat, and my kid is going to know the cost of a dollar. My kid is going to know taxes. I've I've made the mistakes. Now, the, my next my next heavy to modified junior, or miss heavy, whatever, male or female, whoever I have, boy or girl, right? They, I've already traveled through the trenches and, and went through the mud and made my mistakes. So I'm going to teach them everything so I could give them the cheat codes. Now it's mm-hmm. up to them. It's your obligation so as a man. As a, as, a, as a human, as a let, father, uh, Let as me a say mother. that, woman. Every man out there, it is your obligation as a man to take these lessons you've learned and to teach other people. To right. teach the people under you, the people around you. When I say under, I'm talking about people younger than you. All right, you, I, would you, say, you, I wouldn't nephew, say men. Your I would nephews, say moms. Because there's a lot of single. My mom's a single mom. You know what I mean? I think I think I don't. You don't like Ed Millett said today. Yeah. You don't need a woman does not need a man in her life to raise a man. Does that make yeah. sense? My yeah. mom, I didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't have my my dad or my stepdad in my life. My real dad, I, I don't ever had in my life. But my my stepdad, who I never call my stepdad, I call him my dad because a dad is someone that is going to take care of you, and he mm-hmm. was someone that took care of me. But he didn't come in until a little. Bit. He left for a little bit. You know what I mean? But with my mom, my mom didn't need a man in her life in order to make, raise a man. I am Anthony Lopez, and I feel that I am a man. I do. I I dug myself out of holes. Mm-hmm. I I've I've made bad decisions. I've learned from them. You know what I mean? I've done stupid stuff. I've learned from them. I, I've built a lifestyle of uh, unhealthiness and didn't care about myself and my body, and I learned from it. Right, and then I got to be there for her dad, which was my best friend, my grandpa, and I got to get be with him until his last, his very last breath, and then I started to become even more of a man because I, 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 I got uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got uncomfortable. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. by it would it, be better just to generalize it and say that any mom or dad out there, male or female, that is raising someone. It is your obligation That's to teach them everything that you've learned so they do not make the same mistakes you did so they have the cheat codes in life. Now, if they choose not to take action to those, because you know when you're young and dumb, right? Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? yeah. That, that you can't control that, but it's your obligation yeah. as they're little ones and they're growing to teach them how to be a proper lady, to teach them how to be a proper man, to teach them how to be a proper human being. Yeah. And and you're right. It is it is men and women. Um, and I, you know, while both men and women have are, are, have lost their roles um, these days, I feel like uh, I'm just really I specifically pointed out to men because I'm just really irritated at the lack of masculinity. Yeah, it bothers really, you. It, it it really does. Yeah. It, yeah. It 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 irks me. Yeah. But um, well, at, at first form and uh, you know working on personal development. Uh, like I said, I've been there a little bit over two years. Uh, I've, I feel I, I've been on the, the steady incline. Um, 
you know, not anything like this, but it, you know, it's been, you know, some plateaus and, but steadily inclining, uh, just. What are the plateaus? The plateaus are when you feel like you're burnt out. Oh, I thought you were going to say when you get comfortable. Well, well, when you feel like you're burnt out, um, I haven't, I feel like I haven't really gotten to a point where I've been comfortable there, uh, yet because of all the opportunity and while I, while I would consider myself a, um, a level of a high performer, there are people at higher levels of high performing there. You know, they're you're building your way. They're though. exceptional people. You're building. You're you're building up though. I mean, that's I what am. you're doing, man. I, like, yeah. And I'm, it's so crazy, and I don't think you give yourself enough credit. Um, you didn't let your upbringing control who Micah is today. Have you ever noticed that? Well, I did. You, I just pulled positives instead of. Well, yeah, but you shouldn't you know. have. Like, if you on on paper, you should have failed. Yeah. On paper, you should be in jail. On yeah. paper, you should be addicted to drugs. Yeah. On paper, you should be a, like a a, a, a a non-functioning human being to society. One hundred percent. But I'm in your place, on your couch, staying with you, mm-hmm. going to a event, an athlete for a company who you work for, and you're friends with Emmy Purcell. Like, do you do you, have you ever looked back at your actual story and, and and realize how much of a badass that you really are like do you ever give yourself that credit no because i mean i feel i there are moments when i'm like dang you know like micah i'm i'm proud of you um your car has electric start auto start yeah start your car from your phone i think you made it no nah, like <laughs> i i have moments where i'm you know i'm proud of myself and you know i'm, I'm happy that i've you know made the good decisions and stacked good decisions to have a good mm-hmm. outcome uh, but like I said, dude, where, you know, there's so much opportunity out there. Like there's so much I can do. And like, once again, you know, there are a lot of people, you know, I've, I've watched, you know, your podcast and, you know, the, uh, I don't remember what his name was. Um, but he, you know, he said, he talked about his upbringing, his dad being abusive to his mother and all, all these things. Like, bro, that, that hurt me when I listened to that. It just hurt me, bro. Like, and there are people like, and that goes into me saying, you know, there are people that have been through uh, what I feel are worse things and, and they're at reach higher levels of success. So for me to be like, yeah, I'm a badass, like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm a fucking killer. No, nah, I'm, I'm telling you that right now. Like, I when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take it serious because uh, you know what it is not to have shit. Yeah, you know what it is not to to be loved. You know what it mm-hmm. is to not be supported. Like I said earlier, like yeah, you know what I mean. And so you you take life serious now. Yeah, you yeah, t- you take life serious because you've had to fight twenty four hours, three hundred sixty five for twenty seven freaking years. Yeah, you've you've had I, to be uh, a fighter. Yeah, you're a warrior. I feel you're, you're dude. You're you're. I'm oh, telling you right now, like I'm, you are a warrior. There's bro. no doubt. Like, yeah, I and I know that. There's no doubt about that. And that's not something I think about a lot. But uh, to to feel like you know I'm a badass and like just to uh, no, bro, I don't do that. But uh, I appreciate that. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I appreciate you. Well, you know, saying it's, those it's things, difficult. You know? I know, bro. I know it's difficult to give yourself roses because I don't do it to myself. Francine tells me all the time. Uh, Big John tells me all the time. Like you're not aware of of even my coach. My coach even told me mm-hmm. like you're not aware of like what you do. And I was like, yeah. no, I'm not because I've dicked off so much of my life that this is an obligation to yeah. to make to leave a mark of my name like you know what i mean like it's I, unbelievable is, what you've done is already like it's already like unbelievable dude to be like i like we were talking about you know a few days ago to be dude to be 600 plus pounds it's a lot then, of work and then you lose uh 50 pounds 100 pounds and like most people are like yes that's what I, you're like no I'm i was still, still 500, 500 pounds, pounds. Like, i was damn, still 500 bro. pounds and you kept 50. and you still kept going like that's um that's impressive that's ex- that's very and impressive. to me it was just had to be done bro mm-hmm. like i i i live such a selfish life like being overweight is selfish being it obese is. is selfish you have family you have friends you have loved ones mm-hmm. it is a very selfish thing because you are not promised tomorrow the only thing in life that we have when we are born, the only thing we're promised when we're born is death. That's a fact. That is the only thing that you are promised as soon as you come out your mom's womb is death. That's mm-hmm. the only thing you're promised is death. And I wasted 27 
years. We're entitled, like, like, entitled like to it. You woke up, like I woke up going through, you know, those crazy times when I, when I was just out of control, and like you were out of control. Every day we woke up, just like God's, you know. I know God's gonna give me another day. I'm here. It. I'm young. I'm dumb. I got it. You Bro, know it's mean? to even Waste. for me to dude. That's it's fucking scary. No, because you, you know, can be gone like that. Yeah, you know what brought the, to to the realization of that is that I had so I'm not gonna bring up his Instagram. Uh, had someone on social media that was about to join my program, and uh, a couple weeks before he was going to start my program, I was gonna do it for free. He didn't. His financials were not good, but he's already lost like 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. And things started like around 600 pounds, also at 550 something like that. He passed away. He lost five, 50 pounds already. Uh, mm. He was working his butt off, posting it every single day. And I seen a post, and I got a DM from his Instagram. Um, it was it was that he had passed away. And that was the scariest. I I, I went on stories. I was I was teary eyed. I didn't bring up his Instagram. It's not my point. I'm not here to get more views and get people to sign join my program now. Because look at this person passed away. I just talked about it. Is it? It doesn't matter when we start. We're still not promised tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So why wait another freaking week? And I really mean that. I'm like, don't sign up with my program. Don't work with me. Work with anybody. Just go but to do yourself. Something. But just do something. Cause yeah. we are only promised death. And and that also like I want to take that even a step further. You know, with you in your situation with people you work with is take life serious because you could die tomorrow. So get healthier. And some, some, you know, uh, someone who's in the, like, big in the finance world would say, you know, like, you want to make sure your family's good. Like, take that step to get your finances on track. You might be gone tomorrow. It's, it this all is the works thing. the same. It's, you, no matter what, any one of us can be gone tomorrow, regardless of how healthy or broke we are. But the, the point is to be a better version of ourselves, as, uh, uh, the best version of ourselves as we can when we do leave this earth. 100%. That's the whole thing. That's the whole point. Yeah. You know, that's because people are like, oh, I was... You, you know, uh, you know, cigarettes are gonna kill you. Oh, I'm gonna die anyway. Yeah, but bro, why, why speed up that? Pr- that's old, what I'm average saying. Average person like, is living like what, sixty years now, sixty-five crazy. years. It, that yeah. means we're already halfway to death. Yeah. I mean, if realistically, if you're looking at it, we're already halfway. Yeah. In theory, yeah. You know what I mean? In theory. Hopefully, I, I, I hopefully I go seventy-five. No, nothing past seventy-five. Mm. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like all those years were. I've always felt. I've granted. always felt I would be. I wouldn't live long. Like, I wouldn't be an old person. Well, with that upbringing, I, I can see where the headspace at, but now... Everybody you, was dying, yeah. You, yeah, you're losing everyone. And I lost the, the closest people. I'm, I'm close to my whole family, so every yeah. so I'm not done going through this. Like, I'm yeah. not done going through... I am close with my mom. I'm close with my dad. I'm close with my... I still have my grandmas here. I have both of my grandmas. They're not going to be here one day. Mm. You know, I'm close with my uncles. Every single one of my uncles I'm close with. Every single one of my aunts I'm close with. I am not done dealing with this oh no bro. you know what I mean and that's what really sucks is like oh, i'm no. not done but then end of the day i know that it's something i have to accept and i've learned to cherish the memories i have now yeah make it as good and as make you it can, as wow. good as i can right like that's why yeah. i don't i don't i don't like arguing with people i'm gonna t- you would hate to argue with me honestly you would you know why because if we got the phone mad at each other i'm gonna call you five minutes later but yo you good now Cause I don't, I don't want that. Like, I'll, I don't know when you're not, I'll probably be like, yeah, bro, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Like, either yeah. whatever. Let's go have lunch. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Whatever. You know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I've learned to like cherish my life. Like everything I do, it's just so I could have like one more minute here, one more day here, one more hour here. You know what I mean? Cause like, it's, I wasn't promised that before. I had a headache. I thought I was going to die. Have a, have chest pains. I'm having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Like I lived a life of already being scared to death, but Just yet I was paranoid. doing every single thing to push me into an early grave. Yeah, and that's that's something that that I, you know, I, in retrospect, I wish I kind of would have touched on more. But like, you know, we sometimes, you know, when we personally develop, we become proud of ourselves, and we once we're in it for a few years, we see what other people do, and it's really easy to like cast, you know, to to judge them mm-hmm. and you know talk you know tell yourself why you're so much uh more uh higher quality of a person than they are while it is true it can be true we need to talk about dude how hard it is to pull yourself to pull your head out of your ass dude oh my it gosh. is so hard the, the to anthony get lopez, yourself on track and to stay on track. the old anthony lopez was way more of a badass andy andy told me that it in in, in in made sense because that Anthony Lopez was six hundred plus pounds going to the gym, mm-hmm. was five hundred ninety nine pounds, was five hundred fifty pounds, 
was 400 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was the badass. But this this Anthony Lopez, 265, and complains on every about everything. I mean, like, I'll never be as badass as that old version of Anthony Lopez. Well, not I mean, in that way, but you can be a badass in a different well, way. Well, yeah, yeah, but he was. He was. He got himself out of a suicidal thoughts. He got himself out of depression. You know what I mean? He, 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 he was 500, 600 pounds taking care of his grandpa every single day, getting four hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that version was a, of myself was a badass, but... It took me to go through that in order to realize who I am and what my my why is and why how, I'm really put on this planet. How many times did you say I'm 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 making a change and then how many times did you fail at that? Oh, a thousand times. Same. Over a thousand. I've Same. I've probably lost like over like in my lifetime I've probably lost like over five hundred like probably a thousand pounds now with this weight loss journey and everything else I probably lost a thousand. Just all the fluctuations. All the fluctuations. Mm. Two hundred pounds lost. hundred pounds. Four three hundred pounds. That's crazy to look at like that. I've lost like over a thousand pounds in my lifetime. I've literally lost over a thousand pounds in my lifetime. If I go back to my 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 MySpace and, and look at the fluctuation of like when I would talk about I'm gonna lose weight and blah blah yeah. blah and the stuff I told in my head and when I crash diets whatever it might be, I probably lost over a thousand pounds in my life. I've always wanted I've I've always wanted this body. I didn't want this skin, but I've always wanted this body, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I've always wanted this body. Like the fact that I have muscles right now, bro, is like. I feel like I'm in like I'm in like I'm I'm in high school right now. Like I have that like I'm like that high school kid right now. Like I have the body that You're I want. I went to something a, you never. I went to a, bro. I went to a pool. I would. You literally experiencing a dream. I'm experiencing what life should have been and what should be for everybody. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm experiencing it's a normal life, but it's not. It wasn't my normal life. You know what I mean? Like I went to my my a pool party and I had a stringer on. You know what I mean? And, and I felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. And you know pool parties in Vegas, bro? They have like the best of the best people, bro. I'm like, where do these people live? Like, where do they hide on the week on the weekdays? Because like, they all look like models. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I'm like, I don't feel uncomfortable, right? And then I'm looking down to like, uh, all, I'm looking at all these, not looking down, I'm, I'm looking, it sound bad. I'm looking at like all these people that are overweight. I'm like, you guys are badasses. You guys don't care. Like, you guys are not insecure. I would never be at a pool party, even with the shirt on. Really? Oh, no, dude, I was so insecure. Like, I felt like, ah, don't look at me. Mm-hmm. I put up a mask. I put up fake, a fake persona that I was like, ah, you know, I don't care that I'm fake fat. Fake confidence. Fake, fake confidence, confidence yeah. bro. A lot of people do And that. I'm looking around like these big guys in the pool. I'm like, bro, I just want to go shake their hand. Like, I would never. And, it, and it's not a bad thing. Like, you you have more confidence in me. You're, yeah. you're more of a badass. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, I would never do that, bro. I would never go to a pool party. In Vegas? Well, here we are. No, now I got now I got a stringer on. Yeah, yeah now I got when Frenzy calls him a chest thong. Here we are, yeah, baby. here we are, baby. <laughs> Frenzy calls him a chest thong, but um, yeah, man, it's it just it's this like a it's it it's just living life the way it should be lived if we're willing to sacrifice and change the bad habits we created. Yeah, like Ed Milet was saying, you know, with his dad, uh, that shit made me cry. One more, one more day. And I think that, that story messed me up. That's a, it. Did, I almost cried. I bro. cried. No, I was crying. Like my glasses right here. They pe- were. I could hear people sniffling yeah, around. I was us. crying. That was one. I was a sniffler. A lot of people were crying. Yeah, dude. that got me good. And, uh, and and I think that that's because whenever we think like, imagine if you, um, you are broke. Imagine you're broke, and one day you want to be a. You want to have a million dollars in your bank account, which really these days isn't anything like extremely crazy. So you are going to think like, oh, million dollars, million dollars, million dollars. But dude, just think about the good decisions that you need to make consistently that will put you there and just say, I'm just going to do this one more day, more day, one more day. Okay. That, that day is over Work with. How, how do day. I feel? Okay. Listen, this is what I need to do tomorrow. I'm just, I, I, I need to do this one more day. And he said that that turned into 30, one more day turned into 35 years. Yeah. And he, and he helped and he helped other people on time like yeah and it's the powerful it mindset's everything bro my yeah. I, mindset is everything and yeah. that is why well, mentality and perspective that yes yes and that is why I I do my my we you got to sit in on one of my group zoom calls I do mm-hmm. weekly zoom calls with my clients every single week every single week because mindset is everything bro it's so easy to give up on yourself because we gave up so many times it's just become normal to let ourselves down mm-hmm. but imagine oh, if we yeah. push past that that 10th day right we normally quit on the 10th day imagine we go to the 11th day 
Yeah. Imagine if you go to the 12th it's day. It's like reps when you work out, bro. Exactly. You go to 11, then you fail a little bit, and the next time you go to 12, and then you fail a little yeah. bit, the next time you go to 13. Yeah. That's what I tell all my clients. Like, it's okay. You're going to be in this program. You're going to crush it the first two, three weeks, right? Honeymoon stage. My goal is to start you at, say you start at 400, and then you crush it, and then you go to, to 399. And then you crush it, and then you at three, and then you go to 395. Mm. And you mess up a little bit, but your highest is 395, but you get down to 330. Mm. You get, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, yes, you're going to fail, but your fail never goes back to 400. Right. Right? Your, your fail goes back to, to 95, to 90, to 85. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you're going to fall. You're going to get back up, but your mess up is not going to take you back to 400 because yeah. you're going to catch yourself and you're going to correct it. It's like a... You know, people call it like the climb and it's like a mountain. Like if you look at a mountain and you look at the side view, it's like, it's, it's not like smooth. It's like, no. it's all rigid. No. It's all rigid. There going is no up, you such know thing I mean? as easy. There's no easy trail. Like, there yeah. is no easy trail in life and you're not going to nah. be able to take easy trail. And we have to accept that, bro. Like, I think that that's, that's a big thing with people, um, you know, specifically young, younger people. Like I'm talking like teenagers and then people Fall in their early twenties, like, bro, we have to accept we have to accept that this is, if you want to live this great life that you daydream of, we have to accept there is no easy way to truly get there and stay there. It is never easy. You are going to fight. You are always going to fucking fight. And you know what? You're going to fight when shit's bad too. So which fight do you want to fucking fight? I'd rather fight this, this fight that I'm fighting now than fighting, trying to, you know, get out of bed every single morning. No fucking, and yeah, no question. Going bro. and driving Uber. You know what I mean? And, 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 and not making the right decisions and letting my bad decisions take over my life and feeling mm -hmm. so sorry for myself and hard to wipe my fucking ass. Hard to, I couldn't, couldn't fucking do that before, dude. It's crazy. I couldn't do that before. Are you kidding me? I couldn't, I couldn't do that before. I couldn't even see my dick, honestly. To be completely honest with you, like that, that shit's hard. That's a hard life to live. You know what I mean? I don't want to live that. I'd rather live the hard life here uh -huh. where I'm stressing over, am I doing enough for myself and my brand? Am I really building an empire for myself? Mm -hmm. Is this going to be livable income for myself and my family and my kids? That's the hard lifestyle I want to live. That's the, am I, am I really giving value? Uh, can I be giving more value? Can I be doing more? That's the hard I want to live, not the hard where I fucking have to stand up to wipe my own fucking ass. Right. Or can't sit on certain chairs. 100%. And, you know, and, and you know, that... Dude, I mean, that would have turned in, that would have became even more harder. You know what I mean? People yeah, would have been, been taking care of you. Like, somebody would have had to take time. Oh, I would have I would, I would been, I, mean? been, I wouldn't be here. Dude, COVID, six, over 600 pounds. Oh, uh, you wouldn't I, have made that. I, I, I would have made it. I would have made it, man. You know what I mean? That's nuts. And but. it's the, the, it just, the, just the, and it all falls in to bad decisions. Mindset, bad decisions, and mindset. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, on paper, should not be sitting here. You said that before. Now you're at first form. You just got a, 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 a raise. Mm -hmm. That means you're working your ass off. They're noticing you. They see mm -hmm. you. You know what I mean? And now you're starting a, a, a brand, a business that's going to yep. be helping the youth. Yep. That I definitely can't wait for you to drop that so I can get you back on the podcast and we can see how successful you're doing. Because you're going to 